0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: You know, when I started this podcast, The Sunranto Show, uh, people would ask me all sorts of questions about who to bet on, who they want to bet with. And I don't know who's going to win, but I do know where to go to bet. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there is something for everybody with the best player perks in the sportsbook business. They've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code RANTO, R-A-N-T-O, when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. If you're laying down 100 bucks... Then you got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G promo code RANTO. You play, you win, and then you get paid. And if you never want to hear another ad like this one again on the Sun Ranto Show, well then just become a Patreon subscriber and you get your own ad-free RSS feed and you don't have to listen to ads anymore. You just listen to the show and we don't ever try to sell you anything. So uh, go to patreon.com slash sunranto and sign up for a dollar and you get access to all of our show notes. You can participate in the scavenger hunt, like all sorts of great things happen to you when you join us at Patreon. So patreon.com slash sunranto. Go for the ad free and support sunranto and the weirdness that we provide here uh, when we're talking about Cubs baseball. Now let's get on with the shoe. Cubby Blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, car. Be rento. Michael Son Sunrento. Michael Cotton, Sunrento and the love of Lucille. Lucio Michael. Sunrento. That was, that was a nice touch, Michael Cotton, how you come from way down deep in your soul and then explode in excitement as the Cubs take two of three from the Oakland Athletics, who for some reason has an elephant as their mascot, the least athletic of all animals in the animal kingdom. Do you want to know why they have an elephant as their mascot? I actually know. Oh no, I you're gonna tell me, night. aren't you? I was gonna look yeah. it up, and I and I didn't. I was like, actually, I don't fucking care. But yeah, tell me as long as we're here. Michael My McCotten. wife
2: asked me this question literally just the other night when we were watching. And uh, way back in 1905, John
1: McGraw That's said that. Always uh, John McGraw. Yeah, oh, this story. Everything in 1905. Every story starts with, "Well, I was with John McGraw." And then something about whiskey and an elephant. Yeah, keep going. Yeah,
2: well, uh, so the A's were, you know, coming up, and he was saying that the ownership had a white elephant on their hands.
1: And what do you mean uh, on their hands? On their hands, and Johnny hey, Mack and my thought birth- that was <laughs> my last birthday. My mom gave me an elephant, and now it's just <laughs> on my hands. I no, you don't just end up with an elephant on your hands. You get an elephant. Because you went and got an elephant, and now you've realized that an elephant eats a lot, and you can't afford it. Hold on, you know what a white elephant means, right? It's an elephant it,
2: that's white. No, that, <laughs> that was a, it was a it was a gift that somebody right, gave. Right, I know we have a white elephant. It,
1: I know, yeah. I know. You I'm can like, keep what going. What the hell yeah, are I'm talking talking about? About.
2: So he said there was a white elephant on their hands. Connie Mack uh, took offense to it, and then the Philadelphia A's back in the day started wearing they. Uh, started like having signs with the white elephant on it as kind of a fuck you to John McGraw. And then in the world series, Connie Mack gave John McGraw a little stuffed elephant.
1: It was stuffed. Was it like a formerly live elephant that was poached off the African plains? It's <laughs> one of Connie Mack's hunting trips with Keensaw Mountain Landis. No, no. Cause back then they didn't have pictures or,
2: or Instagram that they could post that shit on. So they didn't do that. Well, unless you were, uh, you know, that's the only thing you did. Yeah. Connie need- Mack was busy. He was fucking
1: managing the Philadelphia Athletics. Don't you kick, wish kick, that kick somebody needs it. We need a Connie Mack in the major leagues. Like he refused yeah. to wear a baseball uniform when he managed the team. You know what I mean? He was down there in a straw hat and a tie and a suit, some nice shoes well, all those
2: other guys back then were, like, itching to get in the game.
1: Oh, yeah, that yeah, day, that's right. That
2: day has long since ended. Uh, yeah. I could not imagine, uh, you know, the, the chubby uh, Benny Joe going out there. You know, oh, my like God. Bartolo Colon, I, you know. He's no Bartolo
1: All Right here's here's a question. Here's a question, and then we'll get off this because this is all an unplanned part of our show, (laughs) right? So far, this show is talking about white elephants, white elephants, Connie Mack, all this, um, African safaris, all of it, unplanned, completely. This is the kind. No, Uh, um, but how? uh, Let me ask you a question. What player uh, on the Cubs right now could you see becoming a player manager? Anybody?
2: Ooh. Player on these Cubs becoming a player manager.
1: Yeah. At some point, you know, in their career that they're like, oh my God, he's the smartest person in the. Like, could Javi be a player manager? I don't think no, shortstops can no. manage shit. No, Javi is like
2: a. Uh, he
1: couldn't be a manager.
2: He'd be like, Javi's, I don't know, you Javi's, just do it. Javi's like a Michael Jordan. He's too creative on the field and too smart in the moment. To be able to pass that on to anybody.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You like, I, I think
2: he would just get pissed off that, you know, these guys were like, oh, you ran first to second. Aren't you a fucking stud? Like, I would have went home on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he just, he knows things that uh, only he knows, I think is one way to put it. But, I mean, I can't see any of them, to be honest. But, like, I can't see who's got manager material in them on this team. At all, no, not right now, maybe I mean Ben Zobrist, nah, I don't see it, Yeah, benzo's too quiet, like I couldn't imagine him, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. well, anyway, uh, why no, don't you nobody. write in, why don't you write in to the Sun Ranto show uh on Facebook and let us know who you think a player manager on the Cubs could be, because I can't think of one um. All right, let's move on with the show. Uh, we got lots of announcements. Uh, first and foremost, thank you to everybody, especially you, Michael Cotton, who worked so hard on Saturday at John Baker Day. Uh, the auction just ended. We're up over five G's.
2: Oh, that's awesome! All.
1: And I won the Contreras. I have to pay two hundred dollars, but I won it. So, yeah. but well, I I really like say- it.
2: I want to say thank you to everybody who came out that day that I got to run into and talk to uh, I met Sarah Sanchez in you know face to face for the first time you know and uh, ran into tons of the the listeners coming up and talking to me and making fun of my fence and all sorts of shit It was a lot of fun. I had a good time out there
1: yeah it was a really fun party and uh, i I'm actually still exhausted from it I realized that uh, my body is not up to going for like 13 hours straight you know what I mean. I stayed out, and I, then I stayed up. I was all wired and stuff. But anyway, thanks to everybody. Um, and uh, another announcement is the Bleacher Bum Band is playing Gallagher Way, and it's in 10 days on August 17th. But it's going to be a Bleacher Bum Band like you haven't seen before because my whole band's out of town. And so I'm putting together this ragtag group of hooligans to go up there and uh, make as much noise as we possibly can and pretend we're the Bleacher Bum Band. It's going to
2: be like nine-inch nails going out. You're Trent Reznor, and everybody else are just hired guns.
1: Yeah, that's it, except for that nobody's (laughs) getting paid, not even me. We're just going to pay a lot of money to go down there and be like, no, actually, we're playing, when they won't let us into the concert and we've got all this gear with us. And they don't believe us that we're – no, they'll believe us that we're the Bleacher mum Man just by looking. Um, and also, I hope everybody got their photos in the mail. Uh, I-, I owed a bunch of people photographs over this last year. Finally got kind felt like I got en- enough together to, like, you know, do a big push and give you guys all photographs. So uh, those are for people at the $10 Patreon level. There's very few of you, but I appreciate the hell out of you. So I sent you photographs and I owed you for months. So I'm sorry and hope you enjoy my photos because I just sent them to you. All right. um, And now it's time to announce the scavenger hunt winner of the Cubs Oven Mitt, which I got at the door at Wrigley Fields. Can I get a drum roll, please? Dan Nielsen. With the oven mitts, congratulations. Oh, uh, oven mitts for Dan. Out of the random name picker, but I would like to say thank you. I got the list of people right here. Uh, see, I got to find it on my phone. I've been, You know, you think you just had that app open, and you didn't. You've been in nine apps since you thought you had that app open. Anyway, Chris Saloto, Artie Boucher, Bill Shugas, Willie Johnson, and, of course, the winner, Dan Nielsen. Congratulations. Um, you win oven mitt coming your way. So let's talk about little, uh, Cub stuff. Uh, gone from the team is Brad Brock since we've last spoken, I believe. Um, I mean, he was, it, it what a disappointment. I don't, I don't want to pile in. I like Brad Brock, he's gone, but, uh, he was supposed to be good and everybody was like, oh, "Yeah, Brad Brock. Okay. Be all right. And then he, he just wasn't. He was one of the few kind of
2: bright spots of the off season, was brad brock like we kind of thought oh okay they did something this guy's gonna be short up the good.
1: bullpen yeah yeah uh-huh. and, oh god yeah and it's bad you know i was talking to john baker about this at uh like late night because we stayed till way late whoa. as i was whoa did a ghost just fly through your head uh i, I heard a ghost my, fly uh, through i your moved head. my cord
2: and that's never yep, happened that,
1: before yep. i don't know but uh need a new cord patreon yeah, people that, paying that, for cords
2: Yeah, everybody should know that the reason you still feel like this is because John Baker did not leave. Everyone else left except for Baker. And so we stayed to hang out with him and we drank for an extra five five hours. hours. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was it got ugly at a point. It really,
2: yeah, by the, by the end, it was uh, it was nuts. We had people jumping in Ubers all over the street like it was nuts.
1: Yeah. Well, not to mention, I don't even know if I mentioned this on the last show when I said th- I know you said you listened to it. Did I mention that there were two fights? At Tom Baker Day? at No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Two fights at a domestic violence event. God damn it. See it. In- Yo, stop. Stop having ghosts fly through your face. What is happening over there? That's not me. I'm not moving anymore. Then it really is ghosts.
2: I, I think it's Cubster Domus's fucking stank ass.
1: Well, anyway. There were in and out of reality. There, it, it's sorry for all the popping and cracking, and uh, it's annoying me too, listeners. Um,
2: yeah, oh, dude, that's on your end.
1: What's going on? It's probably Lyle trying to come on the show. <laughs> probably. <laughs> we should look and see if he's he on He is. There. Look at him. Oh, it look is Lyle. Him. It is Lyle. Who? Nobody, yeah, but we can't hear a, him. His shit's broken. Surprise. He just comes on to crackle and pop. <laughs> hey, where's where's snap crackle and pop? <laughs> <laughs> he's dialing in from a rotary phone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And there are
2: seven nines in this one. Though. Yeah.
1: He's probably out in Maine in some shitty uh, internet situation that he can't log out. La, We can't hear you. I'm sorry, but we'd love to have you on. But uh, you can't be on the show tonight unless you can figure out how to get a rotary phone to do Google Hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Brad Brock's gone, and uh, that's uh, and so is Lyle apparently. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. Here's the thing that John was saying though uh, at over at G Man Tavern is that you know a lot of those pitches that went south on Brad Brock, they were good pitches. And I kind of remember thinking that in the moment, I'm not going to go back through Brad Brock's every shitty fucking home run and watch, you know, <laughs> the Cubs lose game after game to figure out if I think Brad Brock threw a decent pitch that got knocked over the wall. But, you know, that's the that's the way Brad feels about it apparently, so there's a little inside baseball. So I mean, that's sad it didn't work out and sometimes that's how it is. Well, and and John
2: was saying like they watched this stuff together and he's looking at it and he just felt like now there were a lot of walks, you know the, you know maybe that had something to do with the spin rate getting out of control. Yeah, and a little every bit.
1: time, this is what John said too. Every time that he was pitching, CB Buckner behind the plate. Every time, <laughs> just couldn't catch a break. This guy this year. Yeah, oh, so so rough. Highlight of Brad Brock on the Cubs. His uh, wife sings a mean national anthem. She was fucking great. Oh, Gave right. me chills. Yeah, you were you were really into her. You are you have a big crush on Brad. Brock's hey, rock. I'm a musician. I can appreciate good music. She rocks. She's got a great voice. And especially after what we went through for years and years and years with Juliana, you know, then it's I mean it's it was a sight for sore ears.
4: And I was shitting on myself.
2: Yes, you
1: were. <laughs> so don't shit on me. No, I will.
2: Uh, nobody is shooting on you anymore. Yeah,
1: it's over for you, Lady Jane. So, um, now here's some news. Uh, she's and this jumping
2: ju- from shooter to shooter.
1: Oh, I've done that all. Week. I've done that <laughs> since John Baker Day. <laughs> Have I been jumping from shooter to shooter? Um, Cubs sign Jonathan Lucroy. Now, how about that, Taylor Davis? Oh man, okay, I, what I feel fu- bad for the guy. I mean, Come I really. On. Do he pitches in a game scoreless inning hero of no he wasn't he was no hero but i was texting but, with john was, during that moment it was fun was martin
2: maldonado actually any better than taylor davis like and i get it you got to move him because of montgomery like that was actually just to get rid of montgomery and bring the guy in for a minute you know and then flip him but i Look, well, where he got DFA'd, right? He's not having a good year. I don't
1: necessarily. He had a, he had a concussion. He got hurt, and uh, he kind of, and then it went south from there. So they DFA'd him pretty much because of that. Um, but, you know he he has uh, only 240 at bats on the year. I mean he was batting 242. Yeah, I mean, I just I just don't understand why veteran. Taylor
2: Davis can't just get a shot.
1: You know what I mean? Like
2: I don't think that Luke Roy is going to be a huge upgrade, upgrade from TD, point. yeah. Well, I at, mean at one point, at one point it definitely would have been a huge upgrade. Right now, it's not.
1: Yeah, well, I could see yeah, I can agree with that. The one thing is that, you know, Taylor Davis looks like an asshole with a bat in his hand. I mean, except for that one time that he hit a grand slam, but up oh, but seriously, it it's I mean, he looks overmatched on the regs. You know what I mean? Uh, I wish Lyle
2: was here and I could ask him if they should use a DH for the catcher.
1: I wonder that. Like, why not be able to DH for any of your shitty people? You actually can. You can put a DH in for anybody. Yeah, it it doesn't have to be a pitcher. That's just who they choose. Uh, I never thought of it because they always do DH as pitcher. Right, but if you had uh,
2: Shoei Otani... You could use a DH for your catcher, probably.
1: I have to look this up because I have you looked this up. Can you DH for any? You, you can look it up if you want. But I'm, not I'm sure right you now. could.
2: I'm pretty sure that's the case. I have uh, unfortunately looked into too much DH bullshit over the last
1: like, yeah, you're done few years trying yeah, just, to
2: trying well, to defend my position.
1: Yeah, you're like I'm not going down any DH rabbit holes. But here's the thing: I I feel bad for Taylor Davis. He is a third string catcher. He's—they've obviously are only using him for, you know, the you know the last resort depth sort of thing. And even when he's not catching in a game that needs an emergency catcher, even in that game, uh, they still would choose um, <laughs> Taylor Davis to pitch.
2: <laughs> yeah, they put Taylor Davis to Kyle and Schwarber. Schwarber yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and Lord knows that Schwarber is probably a better pitcher than Taylor Davis too, but I was proud of the kid. And either way, Taylor Davis has elevated himself to legend status in the mind of Cubs fans. And so like, regardless, I mean, of how he feels, which is probably like shit, like you hear that your job job just got taken of a guy who just got DFA'd that's on his last legs and he had a concussion in a bad, you know, right, situation right. of it. You know, this you know, guy like, can't
2: focus at all.
1: Yeah, he can't Maybe even he's see. be catching
2: ninety mile per yeah. hour fastballs.
1: Yeah. And and but Taylor Davis at least should be the first hit on Google when you put in Taylor Davis and he's just has not cracked that at all. I mean, he's not even in the top five. It's all the violin player Taylor Davis who is a woman. Right. So he's got the same name as a woman who plays violin, who's way more famous than Taylor Davis, despite his best efforts of looking into the camera in the dugout, despite his best efforts of hitting a grand slam and pitching in a game like he's still not number one. Poor guy.
2: Yeah, okay. So he's in the same situation that Montgomery found himself in, except for he's not on the big league team. Like Montgomery finally just lost his shit because he's sitting right there he wants to start, and they're they're bringing up every fucking minor league pitcher that they have, and not letting him get starts. Yeah, so he's in that little you know, and then he gets all pissy, which I totally understand. Maybe he doesn't handle it as you know in the most wonderful Pollyanna way you could, but I totally get why he's pissed. You know, and and I honestly do not know if he's doing anything in Kansas City. But at least he's getting a chance, right? Yeah, and Taylor know, Davis is in that position. They're just like, well, let's find out who got DFA'd this week, and we'll fucking call that guy up.
1: Yeah, and you know, you know, a lot of people were saying to go get uh, Rene Rivera too. Yeah, that was the other name that was out there, and uh, he was tearing it up at Mets AAA. And you know, and at the same time, I'm like. Well, why why isn't he playing on the Mets then? Like, you know, he probably is not that good. So I could see your point of like, at least Taylor Davis knows this pitching staff. He's caught most of them, you know. Um, he, he's, yeah, he's not an offensive catcher, but if he can, you know, if he
2: can catch and, and I think some people were talking about uh, at John Baker Day, we were having all these discussions because that's when... Uh, You talk about backup
1: catchers, and that's when Wilson came up lame. I mean, in fact, isn't that kind of fucked up that at a backup catcher celebration, the head catcher went down? They asked. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, John Baker was asked at the
2: event if he might come back. Oh, yeah. And be a backup catcher. You know he wants uh, to get out
1: there. He's still out there in the gear sometimes. I saw him catch, uh, uh, what's his name, Smiley. Smiley. Two years ago, yeah. No, that was, that was last year. No, it was two years ago. Smiley. Yeah.
2: No, it was last year, dude. You sure? Yep. Because I think it was when I was there, and I think that was two years ago.
1: Oh, all right. You might be right. I don't know. The, all the, <laughs> no, we, we never remember these John Baker days after they happen. Yeah, especially this we, last one. We, but I'm I'm kind of blow them out. I don't remember it, but I'm feeling it. <laughs> It remembers you. It remembers me. Um, But here's the real question about this new backup catcher we have in Jonathan Lucroy. Can we yell, Lou, like they were doing in Milwaukee? Or is that ooh thing reserved only for you, Darvish? For example, like number 21 should be reserved for Sammy Sosa and not uh, Tiny Kemp. Because that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of the opposite end of that spectrum. Yeah, you could fit three or four tiny Kemp's inside one Sammy Sosa bicep. Can I, can I just say the lose, the use, the moves, or whatever the
2: fuck, like all that is it's just boring. It's fucking non-creative. Come up with something
1: better. What do you, you know? expect? But you can't get people to think Make of like a thing. sea
2: lion. To cry, cry, cry. You know, and, like, clap your hands for the guy or something like
1: that. Well, why don't you come out to the ballpark (laughs) and try to get that going, Mike?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to happen. Because everybody would look at me like, shut the fuck up. What is he saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd, at least TFG. uh, Oh, oh, for sure. So, unfortunately, injured on this team is uh, Kimbrel. (laughs) We lost the closer. Uh, That sucks. But it's his knee. It's not his arm, so if you want to look at something that's somewhat positive, there's that. Um, uh, Brandon Kinsler, who has been great this year, um, well, he's hurt. And that- I
2: want to I know what the fuck is going on, okay? Joe has never used Illinois in this way. And then all of a sudden, we're in a stretch run. Well, is it we Joe? We have a one-game lead or whatever it is, two-game lead, and we're like, oh, well, let's just put everybody on the fucking 10-day DL.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think these guys needed to go down. I mean, I, well, Kimbrel. I mean, I think they're just—it's the knee thing—and he probably could pitch through it if it was a pennant race. But it kind of is a pennant race.
2: It is a pennant
1: race. Like what the? They're, I mean, they're looking I forward. I don't they're, know what the standings are right now. Tortoise but. in the hare. Watch out! You know that here's the hare. taking a little nap on the side of the road again, just like last year. Like, Every uh, game counts. Yeah, except for the next. Eight. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I mean, the Cubs
2: do have a a three-and-a-half game lead right now because they they had a great Do they? But do
1: they, Michael?
2: (laughs) Well, my thing is they're about to go to Cincinnati, and A, Cincinnati kicks the shit out of the Cubs every time we see them, and B, the Cubs can't play on the road. So Cincinnati on the road feels like a sweep for the Reds. And then we're, you know, St. Louis has a couple it's, of good games, and it's back dude, to one It game. is
1: the big test. We're going out there with a bullpen cobbled together with chewing gum and duct tape and pine cones and, like, you know, like, we'll see. You got Cincinnati. You got Philly and Pittsburgh on the road. It's a long road trip. And, uh, you know, we've seen how these road trips go. I mean, they're going on a high. Great road trip. You just beat a good team in the A's. For sure, but you got Kimbrell, Kinsler, and of course you lose on Saturday. Wilson Contreras, and that's a big hit because he's out for a month, which is why Lou is on the team. <laughs> I'm just doing that to piss you off. Oh my god i
2: i, I hope I hope we don't hear it. I don't want to hear it. I hate that. It's just
1: boring. They're gonna do it. Get ready to be mad. I'm re- I'm ready for you to be mad. I'm re- waiting for it. Um, and so that's uh, – well, and then Benzo, meanwhile, <laughs> is going – He's a pelican. Yeah. I got to play it again, though.
4: Benny, come back.
1: Any, Any kind of fan, fan can't, can't see. see.
2: There was baseball and <laughs> everything <laughs> about you. Here's, Benny, come back.
3: Here's Any Artie. Come back. Any fan can't see. You can blame
2: it on Julie. Julie. She, she was, was wrong. wrong. And and I just can't live without Benny you. Come back. Is the Bleacher Bums band singing
1: Julie. that? Nah, no, no. Oh, my God. It has to, right? Well, I told to you I to. got no people in my ble- in my band anymore.
2: Well, that's true. Yeah. Right. Got... You, you can't throw in. You, you go in with these guys. Yeah, here's three new songs. It, like, yeah. Brand new song.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And and by the time they all come back, my band, I should call it Bandy Come Back because my band is gone. Uh, anyway, um, Benny is coming back and he's on like the coolest tour Going around all the minor league ballparks, signing autographs, getting ready. Uh, What do you think his return means to this team? I mean... I think they all love him. Now half the team doesn't know him because it's all different. <laughs> I know. There was one point in the season where, like, if all these Zobras would come back to all his friends, then it'd be good. And, uh, now, and now he's going to come back and be like, hi, I'm Ben. Nice to meet you. And they're like, oh, yeah, I have your baseball card.
2: He's going to come back to his locker and it's going to be filled with Dutch ovens.
1: Oh, God, just as a joke. we are like, oh, yeah, because you didn't meet Derek Holland yet, did you?
2: Oh man, I, yeah, it's a, it's a little, it is a little crazy because yeah, this team has changed a fucking ton since he's been on this team. I hope I hope he comes back, and like we've all had the stand-up, uh, God-fearing, motivational, you know, wonderful like man, all this stuff, and he's still doing it. But he gets into that locker room the first day, and he's got like a fucking cigar and a beer in his hand, and he's like, "Oh, oh I, I want, want this. this." And just you know, he just lays into him like uh, like Lee Ilya.
1: Oh god, and he just like has a mouth like a sailor all of a sudden.
2: Oh, he's got a fucking w- big wad to chew, and he, <laughs> you know, and like a uh, scruff. he's like uh, <laughs> when Superman had to fight himself in Superman three. <laughs>
1: That he's that guy. <laughs> he just—he's bad Betty, and he's, yes. and he's his walk-up oh, and he's music go- is bad, bad. He—he like tears a T and his hair slicked back. Yeah, tears his tears the sleeves off his uniform. Just wears PF. <laughs> he wears his PF flyers at night like a rebel. Drives his motorcycle onto the ball field. Oh yeah. Danny, uh. come back! <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, how amazing would that be? Oh, uh, I think we just actually, Danny. I think we just wrote a movie. Yeah, if we. we not, yeah, uh, we I write think... a movie because movies usually go with like this. This guy has real tough times, leaves the team, and then you do like the fucking training montage. But instead of the He's training the montage. Do the like around. bachelor life montage. Yeah. Then the training montage. And but the training montage has like fucking hookers and like yeah. Drunk dealers <laughs> hanging around him yeah. and shit. And he's fucking getting roids and all shit. And he comes back like, you know, fucking ballooned up and he hits, you know, fifteen homers over the last <laughs> eight games.
1: <laughs> he is out on a boat with the ghost of Jose Fernandez, who's like his spirit <laughs> guide, teaching him how to <laughs> teach him how to party and rock. Oh Oh, god! Yeah, I had to. I had to bring it somewhere weird. Oh, that was it was terrible and wonderful all at the same time. (laughs) Can't you see him out there with like a ghost Fernandez over his his shoulder, being like, (laughs) "Go for it, Benny!"
2: Pirates.
1: So Benny's coming back, but do you know who? I have no hope is ever coming back to this team. We're never going to see him pitch in a Cub uniform again. And that's Brandon Morrow. I don't even know. Like we would have forgotten about him if they didn't bring him up in press conferences.
2: Right. If For, every all so
1: often they're like, "Here he yeah, comes he's on flat yeah. ground." Yeah, throwing at a hundred feet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're like, I didn't care. I didn't know. Gonna, you didn't have to tell me. I didn't. I don't care. Tell me when he's ready. We're we're negotiating
2: with the rest of the league to see. If it's okay for Morrow to pitch from
1: right in front of second base, 100 <laughs> feet away from the plate. We're thinking he could play short center or we could change our shift up. He'll just pitch from there. So, anyway, Jed was on. I think it was Jed that was on the radio today. Uh, he says that Morrow's got a lots, lots of things he needs to check off before he's ready to pitch. And, you know, that's the least hopeful thing I've heard all year. About Brandon Morrow, so.
2: Oh, man. Like,
1: man, some of the the money,
2: the money. Oh, another thing that was brought up at uh, John Baker Day, uh, Corey Finneran actually said somebody else brought it up to him or something and they are talking about it. Or maybe it was you. Maybe I heard it from you. I don't know. But all the money they have fucking spent on just flyers, just like, Ah, oh, we'll give this guy four oh, million. We'll yeah, give it's this like guy tw- five million. They could have gotten like
1: a really good reliever yeah. or a starter or something. Like it's like twelve, fourteen million if you add up all these stupid contracts that they did. All yeah. these little tiny. Well, oh, we're saving money. Just get the one guy and let you know. Mark Zagunas filling around him in an emergency, like because yeah, it's you the same. Miley,
2: whatever happened to Miley? Yeah,
1: you got yeah. these guys.
2: He's disappeared completely.
1: He got three million out of Two million, I don't know. Uh, no, Smiley. Smiley, isn't that his name? That was last year. No, you said two years ago. Are we talking about the same guy? His first name is TJ. TJ, that's
2: all I know.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Tommy John.
2: Tommy Tommy John John Smiley.
1: Tommy John Smiley. Uh we're probably even we probably got the wrong guy. But what let's move on. <laughs> let's let's move on. So pick
2: up this rake at Home Depot.
1: And let's pick up a Rake at Home Depot. And oh. and while you're while you're doing the rakes, and I I've read your rakes, so I know who you're gonna say, and I do wanna uh participate, but I'm gonna go pour myself a little bit of the effing vodka that you bought me in a Cubs bottle. And I and I'll say this. Thank you very much. It's much better than the shitty vodka that I usually drink, which, com- <laughs> which comes in a giant plastic bottle that costs half as much for twice as much vodka.
2: Half as much for twice as much. Yeah. That's usually good.
1: And the main difference I've noticed so far besides it tasting much better and hopefully not giving me a hangover tomorrow is that it's way harder to open. Like mine, you could just screw up and start to drink. <laughs> And this one comes – it's all plastic. I had to get a knife out. I'm like, I'm going to cut myself. Like, make sure this is your first vodka bottle of the night because if you're trying to cut this thing open after a little bit of other vodka, it might not go well for you.
2: Yeah, if anybody's wondering, yeah, it's – the official – the Cubs have an official vodka, which I didn't know existed. But it's got a white plastic thing around the glass bottle and it's got the eighty four the eighties cub logo on it. It was pretty great. So my wife and I bought it for Danny see, as a, you know.
1: I, that's very nice. See, I see these things all the time because they slap cubs on fucking everything around me. You know oh what yeah, I mean? You're, it was only a
2: block from your house. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm like I can't believe there's not already one here. You're but like, now you've explained it. Half as much for twice as much. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's why I don't get that kind. I don't get the Cubs one. I mean, isn't that pretty much what we're getting with the Chicago Cubs themselves? No, that's actually twice that's, as much. Mike, Michael, you didn't even go to a game. Half as much for twice as much is the
2: motto of the bullpen.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's true. They're all yeah on. They're no, all I, didn't even, I I didn't
2: get to go to a game. I went to a White
1: Sox game, and I didn't go to a Cubs game. Yeah, because but, it was too expensive. Because you're getting half as much for twice as much. You you sit in my a pole for eighty dollars. Fuck that.
2: Yeah, I didn't uh, actually, go- the big thing was we were really fucking tired.
1: Yeah, uh, John Baker the Monday, they kicked our
2: ass, man. And we didn't want to. Uh, yeah, and we would have. We had to get up at four thirty in the morning, and the game wouldn't get over to like 10, ten ten thirty. Then we would have an hour train ride.
1: Yeah, yeah, it blows. Yeah, hotel,
2: so that wasn't gonna happen.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to launch you again, and I'm going to pour myself some of your fine Cubs vodka, which is twice as much for, for half as Wait, how would that work the other way? Half <laughs> as much for twice as much. Well, no, <laughs> twice as much for half as much is the fucking Cubs bottle. Yep, that's the cu- Cubs bottle. And I drink twice as much for half as much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the name of this Yeah, twice as much for half as much. Let me write that down because I'm going to (laughs) forget. I'm going to write it down right now. Twice as much. I can't type, so this is going to take a second. For half as much. That's why our shows are long because I can't type. All right. So I'm going to launch you again.
2: So I picked up this rake at Home Depot,
1: and you're off. All right.
2: Well, uh, looks like Ian Happ seems to have figured it out with two homers this week. You know, in his six hits right but he's only had 12 at bats which is uh pretty fucking good um but because they were at home and the cubs happened to hit at home that means he's actually tied for second on this team with two, three other cubs so uh you know but he's done it in way more appearances than they have so that's some good hitting but i'm not giving it to him because he's only been in there a little bit uh, Nick Castellanos, the new guy, has a 1090 OPS on 11 hits, one walk, and a homer. But I'm still not giving him the rake because Javi Nuggila, Javi Nagila. The raker is Javi Baez. He also has 11 hits and one walk, but he's also got three.
1: Wait, hold on. I heard you singing through my headphones. Yeah, I was singing Javi You're not. You can't sing without me. to to be honest i can't sing with you
2: (laughs) (laughs) but uh no no, he's got three homers. he's got a 1368 ops and javi now leads the team on the year with the most hits the most doubles the most triples the most homers the most rbi the highest batting average and the most strikeouts
1: that's obvious. Because he's a great pitcher, too. Man, I can't believe how he blows it past those guys. Oh, you meant that he actually strikeouts strikes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I figured he, he pitched in many of Joe's blowout games, but no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, you know. What, well, can well can I just say uh one thing about one of the guys on your raker list that you talked about? Sure. N- uh, Nicolas Castellanos. Um he, he's the firecracker
2: that they they were hoping to get with, like, 12 other guys, Yeah,
1: right? abso fucking litly, And, like, to come in right away and not wear a shirt, or wear one shirt instead of two, like everybody else. But, like, he loves Wrigley Field. He loves, like, today I'm in there on a Wednesday with my cousin, right? Like, I bring my cousin, his daughter, who, like, just got back from, like, working at a special needs camp or something like that, his wife... Uh, we sit out in the left field corner. My mom comes. My friend Jarrett, you, you know who you met, play who plays bass for the Bleacher Bums, or yeah. he did at this last gig anyway. Um, he's one of my new band guys. <laughs> he's a new Bleacher Bum guy. Anyway, we're you know uh, we're we're all out there, and the place is rocking, man. It's Wednesday afternoon, and everybody's into it. Everybody's there. Forty thousand fans on their feet, losing their damn minds on a Wednesday. Well, I mean, they did
2: fucking score ten runs today. Yeah, but either I mean, way, get
1: any day, rock. Either way, they sold a shitload of tickets. Everybody's showing up. Everybody's into this team. It's
2: a first place team in Chicago in August.
1: It better be fucking hot. That's what I'm saying. But it's better than 2016. It. Is, I'm not better because it costs. It's why? It, that's why we didn't go because <laughs> it was too expensive now. But, I, you know, I, I hooked up some tickets, and it did get expensive today, but I bought a couple days ago because I kind of know the market, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I bought a couple days ago and, like, piggybacked some seats so all six of us could sit together. But, like, the place was rocking, and Nicholas Castellanos, and this is my overall point, um, besides saying that Cubs fans are great, Nicholas Castellanos feels it. And he was just in Detroit playing, like, I was like, going fucking- to say, he's been... 15,000. They announced in Detroit forever. Yeah. I mean, they announced 25,000, but you know, there's fucking 12,000 people that's sitting there. Half the people eating their tickets, corporations or whatever, eating their tickets. Uh, you know, maybe they're going out, but like their seats everywhere. That's where he's coming from. The Tigers suck ass. And now he's here like zero to hero. And he is appreciating and living every moment. And, you know, he's a rental right now. But, and I don't know if this is an audition in his mind to be like, let me come in here. It's because- an audition for everyone,
2: right? Because he's finally on TV. He's in front of people. Like, you don't have to go look for Nicholas Castellanos anymore. Like, he's there. He's on Sports Center. He's on uh, every fucking, you know, he, he's part of the first place Chicago yeah, Cubs. And he, and like, he's
1: going to show up. And the dude leads the majors in doubles. How important is it fucking double? Like, it's one it, it counts in your batting average and stuff, and nobody ever is like it, never when they announce a batter, is like, unless they're leading the league in doubles, like Nicholas Castellanos, um, they never mention doubles for anybody. Yeah. Unless they've so, got a shitload of them. Well, guess what? We get to mention doubles right about now because Nicholas Castellanos is a double motherfucking machine.
2: Yeah, and like I just said. You know, Javi Baez leads the team in doubles because they don't transfer your, uh, you know, your numbers over from across leagues or different teams. That's so stupid. So it is stupid. So Javi Baez has 112 games under his belt as a Cub, 454 at bats. He has 30 doubles. Castellanos has seven games, 29 at bats. He has six doubles already.
1: Oh, yeah. So okay, he's got go. forty three doubles on the year. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Five. That's,
2: yeah, I mean he goes from he goes out to hit and he's in scoring position automatically.
1: Yeah, so much better than a single. Dude's even got three triples. Have we seen one of those as a cub yet?
2: Yeah. The uh, Cast- oh no, Nick, no, no, Cassie has, has no not triples. hit a triple. He's got one cup. home run. He's got he's three on the year. RBI
1: walk. All right. Is this the week for a Castellanos triple? Well, I don't know. I don't know. know,
2: Maybe he just wants to lead doubles, and it's so much easier to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, just 90 (laughs) less feet to run. Right. He's got so many doubles because he just refuses to leg out triples. He's like, eh. (laughs) Well, he did it three times. All right, so let's move on.
4: I haven't worried about Flakes since my grunge days. Remember
1: them? Less and less.
2: Oh. Yeah, I don't really remember him anymore. Yeah, I
1: was actually, I dressed like a crazy person in the 90s. Orange pants and, like, psychedelic shit. Like, I was into, like, you know, psychedelia. You were more glam rock. Yeah, I was glam rock, yeah. Always glam rock, yeah. I was was a glam. Those people were, like, smelled bad, and they, you know, had fucking dirty goddamn dreadlocks. That always disgusted me.
2: I I grew up in Iowa, and uh, I was already wearing flannels and work boots. And then... You know, grunge happened. And I was like, I'm, oh, I'm awesome in, now. I'm st- <laughs> All I have to do is grow my hair out a little ways.
1: Yeah. I grow my hair out and shave underneath, and I'm yeah. good. Some uh, yeah. in, some incomprehensible lyrics, move to Seattle, and you got yourself a fucking record deal. Yep. Oh, yeah. No longer had to speak eloquently, just had to fucking mumble. Yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs> All right. So uh, this is a home series. So the lowest OPS for regular players on the team. Is sitting at 600, which ain't so bad. Uh, this week's Flaker is actually still being laid down by what happened earlier in the week because KB was last week, last time's Flaker. Uh, yeah, he was sitting at, I think, a 300 OPS yeah, then. Yeah, he
1: was bad before, so
2: is he He's still bad? Well, not really. He's up to 600 in the last last seven yeah, days. But do he's you got you a really? 600 OPS. But it's that, still not great, but, come but on. it's much
1: better than he was doing. Game two. The clergy, Homer, oh my come God. on! Like he got some ops with that one. Yeah, got two, a two-run shot there. R- yeah, right there. No, 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 no. There was a solo shot. No, no. Wasn't you're right. So- you're right. It was, I was a two-run shot. Two-run shot. Two-run shot in the sixth. So, I mean, that was impressive. I'll, I'll give him a. I'll unclerch it a bit there, but like you know, when you're losing. I mean, what do you expect him to do? Go up there and roll over, just strike out or something? But, like, it's just funny that when he hits a home run in that situation. 11 to nothing. And, he <laughs> made it, and I already told the story about booing him because I booed him. If you're a new listener to the show, I booed him at the uh, NLCS in 2017 against the Dodgers when he hit a meaningless home run uh, in the last game of the season for the Cubs anyway. And yeah, uh, so I've told that story. And so when he hit that home run, I was in the green room and outside the Ivy. And uh, Michael Srami is like, you're going to boo that one, too? I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Boo. <laughs> and I booed the shit out of it. I booed the TV. If yeah. I was there, I might have booed. Well, I mean, it really hasn't been good
2: for me. He's looked good, better in the last two days. But it's still only six hits on the week. Seven strikeouts. Yeah. And the one home run is the only RBI, so he's not hitting with people on, not bringing people in. He has scored 3 times himself though.
1: Yeah, well. Yeah, Flaker. All right. No walks,
2: no walks at all though. Like that's kind of his game. If he's not getting walks, I don't know, something's wrong. But uh, you know, the other guy is not doing great is Rizzo. He's got a 662, but at least he's hitting 292.
1: Yeah, he came on strong. He really carried uh parts of this team and parts of this season for a while, but yeah, it hasn't been good for a bit. Uh Well, but
2: he, I mean, a 2.92 batting average, it's just not happening in the right spots all the time, but that's not his fault. We've we've always said Rizzo is the best bad player. Like when his numbers are bad, he still seems to do good things when he's out there.
1: Yeah. Well, and he plays a mean first base, so I never discount that, so yeah, I was kind of
2: thinking when you were saying manager, uh, I was kind of thinking Rizzo just because managers generally played first base if they were first base or they're player managers. Sure, because you don't have to move around a lot.
1: Yeah, so some like the day that Anthony Rizzo's balls don't touch the ground when he does the splits is the day he becomes <laughs> player manager. You know that's the way he, his 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 career is going to end. His
2: fucking nuts are just going to rip right out.
1: <laughs> He'll he's try to gonna, get back up. The nuts are still down there. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's gonna do the he's gonna do the splits and they're gonna have to come and stretcher him off.
1: Ah, oh, it'll be a sad day, but uh, let's move on. Come on, give it to me. I was at this game today. Oh yes, baby. Q Q has pitched
2: thirteen innings over two games this week and only given up three runs while striking out twelve and walking zero nobody i guess maybe he might have been worth eloy after all what do you think danny well today he was <laughs> yeah especially <laughs> if he could keep it up for the stretch run like he's been looking pretty good it used to be like every what like every third outing he would blow up yeah where are we at now yeah i mean we're <laughs> we're into like four or five i think yeah he's been doing pretty good so You know, hopefully he can keep that up. I I like you. I've always wanted him to do well. And uh, right now he's looking great. I'm loving it. Uh, And then in the bullpen, Rowan Wick, or Ryan Wick as I like to call him, because I can't tell him and Kyle Ryan apart. apart. They're the the same guy. (laughs) They really are. They just give him a different jersey.
1: Well, we we had so much uh, Iowa shuttle this year that it really was hard to keep track of not only who was coming and going, but who was doing well and who wasn't, because it was really all over the fucking place, and it's taken this long to kind of see, like, these are the guys, and then they all got hurt. (laughs) I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody got hurt, and then, I mean... Now, Strope's closing again, kind of. Today was not a close situation. The other thing that's crazy
2: is, like, is there a more Cubs name? Like, everybody's name on the Cubs is Ryan or Kyle, right? And so his name's Kyle Ryan.
1: Yeah, it's a That's whole, the only
2: reason they draft Yeah, you could product.
1: actually have, like... You, you know how, like, if if you are in certain Latin cultures, you take on uh, all your mother's 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 names, so you could have a name as far back, back as you could trace it. So you could be, like... You know Aurelio Hernandez Fernandez. You know, and just go on forever. Like you can do that with the Cubs names and never run out of a way <laughs> of of an end. Like you can never end, and you wouldn't even know who we were talking about, but they would all sound familiar. You can mix up all the names. Like you know, why not be like I don't know Rowan Terrio. Like <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm I'm all yeah. over the place. All right. Anyway, keep going. I told myself get through this show quickly. And here I am just blabbling on about the way that uh, a lot of Latin cultures are matriarchal in a way. Yeah. Okay. All right. So
2: (laughs) again, in the bullpen, Rowan Wick, he's racking up more wins than you Darvish (laughs) had in his. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn it. Uh, I thought you said who as in you Darvish, but, uh, yeah, he's racking up more wins than you had in his first year and a half with the Cubs this week. He got two wins, and he struck out two in 2.2 innings over three games, and he has a .37 whip for the week. So pretty, yeah. pretty good work out of the bullpen.
1: Yeah, I mean, that guy's been a revelation. I remember having a Twitter argument one night with a guy, um, and I can't, I'm not going to remember his name right now, Tim Hugh maybe at Bleed Cubby Blue. Uh, about Rowan Wick because he loves this guy's arm, and he did not want the Cubs to use up all their options with him because they didn't want to lose him or like you know have his clock tick too fast because he thinks Rowan Wick is a huge part of the future of this bullpen, and from what we've seen so uh, lately, anyway, I believe it. It's Rowan Wick and Kyle Ryan. They're the future. Well,
2: I don't know if Kyle Ryan's going to be here forever, but. He's got Kyle Ryan as the third most innings pitched out of this bullpen this year, and he's going to surpass Kinsler before Kinsler comes back. Uh, he's got a 295 ERA. He's got 43 strikeouts in 42.2 innings. He's having a good year for being like brand new. And I think a lot of his issues, like right at the beginning, is why we don't recognize that he's actually doing pretty well now.
1: And looking up his uh, contract situation here, um, he's not a free agent until 2024. Yeah. So that that's kind of cool. Early, He signed through 2019. Earliest arbitration eligible is 2021. So,
2: Well, I mean, I guess I should put in the caveat that because he's doing this, well, actually, no, he'll be fine because he's doing this well this year, right? Joe is not going to have his contract re-upped, so he won't have to pitch every other game next year. Because that's exactly what <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. would do with him.
1: Yeah, so yeah. when does the TJ surgery come? Um, yeah, because he's got 42.2 innings in 51 games this year. Yeah, and he costs half a million bucks. So for all those flyers, Kyle Ryan is actually the guy. Amazing how that works. Um we could talk okay, about we, that. Let's talk about that in the off season though. Uh let's Yeah, go, let's go to let's, the blows. Yeah, yeah, here we go. You just put your lips together. And blow.
2: Yeah. Oh and god, boy did that you blow. That version right there sounds like Buffalo Bill.
4: Put the fucking lotion in the basket. <laughs> put the, put the lips together. And blow.
2: Okay. Uh <laughs> Johnny Paycheck is not earning a dime right now. In two games, he's only pitched nine innings, and in that nine innings, he's given up 16 hits, 14 earned runs, oh. including two non-Lester-type dongs. He has had 12 strikeouts, but that's probably because he's seen so many hitters. Like, that's the only way he's getting people out.
1: Well, you, you know what Theo would say about it.
2: Regression is a really powerful thing. In this case, it works in our favor.
1: Yep. So get ready case, for
2: <laughs> We're going to have a, a fucking August of shit from John Lester and then a September of Golden Boy.
1: Let's I, hope so. I mean, maybe he's the guy that needs a break. You know what I mean? Like, I knew he took one earlier in the year, but he was actually hurt. You know, but maybe he needs one of those, like, stropey breaks. That's a problem when you sign all these old guys that sing Pearl Jam with you, Theo. You know, they break down at a certain point of the year. They need a bit of a rest. Like, honestly, you and I are still hurting from a party we had on Saturday. Oh, no, I'm feeling much better. Yeah, I'm feeling better. But today was the first day I've actually been feeling back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. And he's, uh, but he's still, like, fucking 10 years younger than us. Yeah. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. And he looks older than me. John Lester looks older than me. He just does. Yeah, he really does look old.
2: Like, when when you look at him and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm way older than him. But then again, eh, I look in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, oh, fuck, old guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, sometimes, like the day after John Baker Day.
2: <laughs>
1: when you were shuffling
2: around and you're... In your uh, ratty-ass pajama bottoms and just, like... Oh, my ass just hanging bed.
1: out. Oh, God. Oh, it was so bad. Um, uh, yeah, no, I mean, dude's 35. I've got 10 years on him, but he still looks older than I am. Because I dress like a little boy. So, yeah, he <laughs> sucked. He sucked so bad. Uh, and God damn it, John Lester. Oh, and and he, had to, he had to
2: wear it yesterday. Like, he couldn't... It, you know, for the first time ever, Joe didn't just fucking go yank somebody. Well, what's he going to do?
1: They, yeah, they, bull, they the bullpen is all injured. The night before, they had to use everybody to try to win that game, which they finally did, 6-5. But, like, it was ugly because C-Sheck couldn't get anybody out. Yeah,
2: um, and speaking of C-Sheck, he's yeah, he, the blows in the bullpen because uh, Joe is overusing him, and it shows.
1: Oh, God, Dude, C-Sheck
2: has been great in the past, but... He, he is he's just throwing up meatballs
1: right well, now. Luis Medina made a great point. And he's like, because somebody was like, Joe's overusing C Shack and Luis was like, I would argue Joe has overused C Shack for the last two years. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we like, were
2: talking about it last year. We couldn't believe he kept going out there and he kept doing like he did pretty well last year. I think until the uh until nobody did well.
1: Yeah, C Shack right. is the is, has the most innings pitched of any reliever, except for Tyler Chatwood, who has, uh, you know, a couple, four starts in there. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, of any reliever. So, and even Tyler Chatwood only has five more innings than C-Shack, and he had four starts. Yeah, so, exactly. you know. Well, then, and, and Tyler Ch- Chatwood has been in 25 Chaltwood. games,
2: C-Shack has been in 53. Which um, shows you how, like, c Kinsler, and uh, Ryan each have basically 50 games: 53, 49, 51. The next most was Brock at 42, and then everybody else is 30 or less. Uh, how,
1: about, how about this one? Uh, how many? Uh, I'll, I'll give you this. How many more innings does Steve C-Sheck have uh, last year than Pedro Strope? How many more? I'm going to say 21. No, nah, no, nah, just about 11. 11.
2: Uh, not, uh, Still
1: yeah. 70.1 innings and already they're on that pace again at least, right? Yeah, there's only 162 games. Yeah. This is a reliever. I have a hard time blaming c because he's got a three forty-seven ERA this year. Last year it was in the mid-twos.
2: I do not blame C-Shack at all. This is on Joe. This is on
1: Joe, Joe. yeah. I'm with you. Benny's Joe. He's going to fuck up your bullpen. So this is like Joe
2: Man's use of the bullpen is like Dusty Baker's use of the starters (laughs) back in the early
1: 2000s. This is what old guys do. They're like, you're fine. Get out there. Rub some dirt on it.
2: Well, it's funny that, like, Joe looks at his starters and he's like, well, you know, I don't want him to go over, like, 80 pitches because I want him to be ready for the end of the year. But then he's like, but I'll throw my fucking bullpen out there every day. I don't give a shit. Right? Like, you oh, can't yeah.
1: have it both ways. Well, I can understand going to your guys in the playoffs, but, like, you know, he's no, just – but I'm, but I'm just talking about, like, he babies – the starters. He babies the starters. He pulls them way too early. He's trying to keep, the and now he's going to try to strength, strengthen them, right? He's going to lengthen them out. Q went seven today. He didn't have to. He could have been like, yeah, "I'm going to save your arm," and he might do that. Like with a week left in the season, be like, "Yeah, we're winning eleven nothing. You know, whatever it is. Like, get out. You know, get out of here. We're going to save you for you know the playoffs." Um, at well, this but, point, but how
2: many pitches did Q have? I think he was doing well. I'm looking it up
1: real quick. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, but he, yeah. in the meantime, while you look that up, I'm going to talk about the state of the bull penis. Uh, The state of the bull penis, well, it's kind of hurt. But I feel some rebirth because Tommy Hadavi just bought everybody in the bull penis a penis pump. And we're about to pump it out. Oh, no, let's let's
2: hope so. Uh yeah, so Quintana only had 94 pitches today. That's why he went seven.
1: <sighs> oh no, that's not why he went seven. He should have gone eight. Well, yes. He could have he could have gone eight. He probably could have fucking finished that game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean but yeah, he but he had to go. But he's got I a pitch had- next Monday. <laughs> Fuck that. Leave his ass in. No, I'm serious. Joe. I'm laughing. I agree with you. Like, let the
2: guy, like, he's got a, a fucking 10 to 1 or, no, at at the time I think it was 9 to 1 lead. I don't know. I don't know. That that one's tough because, like, yeah, why why leave him out there when the game is, you know.
1: Well, you didn't have darn. to put, you should have gone 8. I could see how Strope ends up out there trying to get some work. They're like low leverage Strope, you know, get him out there, get him back pitching. Uh gave up a hit, struck out one. Like he was decent. Um they got Phelps back out there who didn't look great in the win. You know what I mean? Like he only came out at the end. He like he's not one of Joe's guys yet. That is much as obvious. Right. And he actually got the save in that game. Oh, that. He, he pitched a one batter, and he almost gave up a huge three-run home run to a man, a Marcus Simeon, who had already hit two home runs on the night. That was him, right? That, did that? Was that Simeon in the end? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he hit it to the wall. Yeah, all it says is flies out to <laughs> Ian Happ, but, you know, that was, I yeah, thought that was gone. He, Ian Happ was basically in the Ivy. We
2: are just waiting for it to to clip the basket.
1: Yeah, so I could see why he's not to be trusted. So Joe throws him out there today just to see what he's got. Throw Strope back out there today to see what he's got now. And, I don't know, Cubs take two or three from the ace. So, you know, you hang on in game one to win that first one. You get blown out like fucking assholes in game two and ruin outside the Ivy yet again. We're, we're, we got eight game losing streak. Oh my God. Like, it's almost funny now. Like, Luis built a shrine. By the, did you know? Did I say this on the show before? No.
2: Luis built a shrine. The last show was done before you're outside the Ivy.
1: Cubs are six and two since Luis built a shrine. The two losses are ours. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) No. Well, Emily and I. We go to
2: Chicago, the Cubs win the whole time we're in Chicago. We come back and they fucking get trounced. So, we thought it was
1: us. You need a shrine. And then we blew them out today. So, we got two blowouts and uh, a really good game on Monday. That was that was fun. The A's are a good team. Like, I was pretty impressed. Like, their record's good. I don't know a lot of their players, but... I, you know, who I saw out there, like that dude Canha and stuff. Like, I don't even know how he did in the series. But everybody looks solid out there. Just eyeball test sitting out there today. I'm like, this is a solid team. Um, they'll probably be a – I mean, they got a good chance to be a wild card team this year. And it shows. And
2: they're – yeah, they're very patient at the plate. Uh, they don't chase a lot of shit. They're, yeah, they're – I mean, they're a really nice team. You know, the only reason that the one loss bothered me so much is because it was the Fucking human wheelchair, Brett oh, Anderson. Oh,
1: God. Can we start with game two and then talk about the wins? Because, yeah, game two, uh, the crippled corpse of Brett Anderson <laughs> kicked the shit out of us. And can I just say that the last time I saw Brett Anderson pitch was as a Cub. In 2017, I was sitting with Mike Leonard, and uh, it was a Saturday night. We paid all this money for tickets, like 100 bucks a seat. And Brett Anderson gave up five runs in the first inning, and like got like two outs, maybe, maybe yeah. one. I don't even know.
2: Oh. oh yeah, he only went like three innings that night,
1: right? No, or two, he two point two. No, something. he was removed in the first. In the first, oh, yes. Sure. And I am not looking it up. <laughs> and I don't want to know again. And if he wasn't removed, he should have been. No, he was. I know that much. Oh, you know, you yeah. know for sure. Okay. Yeah. But the the nice thing about that night is that uh, I we met my tag guy up top in the bleachers, and My Tai was like, hey, what you guys doing here? And then uh, he brought us down to the first row, because he had been there for 19 hours, and he brought me and Mike Leonard down there, and Mike, you know, he's from the middle of Ohio, doesn't get to a lot of games. He was in heaven. Even though the Cubs got their asses kicked, he was like, can't believe I'm in the first row of the bleachers. He was so excited to be there. So, like, <laughs> you know, regardless of the outcome of the game, like, uh, you know, once again, Mai is a good guy. Quit fucking with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's awesome. No, and the
2: other thing was it uh, in this game was this is Lester sucking. Now, if you remember, Lester kind of blew with the A's, right? Yeah, he did. Like when he was with the A's, he was not very good either. So it was it was one of those weird games where the A's are like, yeah, Brett Anderson is good and John Lester is bad. And it doesn't make any fucking sense
1: yeah i'm sure they've looked at john lester since 2013 or whatever it's the first time they they thought of him you're like yeah we're not gonna watch that world series (laughs) fuck the cubs um yeah now i'm gonna talk about positives in this game just briefly um but dwayne underwood jr like he struck out everybody saw that was cool six strikeouts in six batters that was cool You know, and then um, Derek Holland came out. He pitched two innings, and he got uh, righty, right-handed batters out, which nobody was expecting. It's the second time he's gone out there for more than just
2: a loogie appearance and gotten right-handers out. He did it against the Brewers. He pitched a whole inning.
1: Yeah, so it might not be the best matchup in the world, but you know he's out there practicing at least. And then uh, you know, and you gotta go back to Taylor Davis again pitching. That was fucking amazing. You got three backup catchers on the field, (laughs) like that is pretty great. I mean, I know I don't want the day that we have John Baker Day to be a loss, but if it was going to be, if we had to have this eleven to four loss this week, I kind of wish it was on Saturday because we would have had fun with this. You know what I mean? Like three backup catchers on the field, like the reasoning is all bad. Because actually, you know, not to talk about the curse again, but like we did curse Wilson Contreras on the backup catcher day and then all of a sudden he's grabbing his hammy and like hopping on one foot, which was impressive. I might add that was impressive that hopping on one foot down the line. He made it all the way down the line. I would have been on my face. He tried to make it to first. He tried to beat out the throw. On one is, fucking leg. That is true. I didn't understand why
2: he was still moving forward. Yeah, <laughs> like, but like it just stopped. Like there was. It's not like he crushed it and like yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. And
1: another story I heard at John Baker Day was that Wilson cried so hard. Um, Kelly Kroll said this on her podcast too. On the MB. it's actually a pretty good show. Uh, does it with like Tony Andraki and uh, Luke Stuckmeyer sometimes, sometimes Dave Kaplan's on it. But it's kind of interesting to hear these people that have to be talking heads on TV just sitting around because they work together all the time. And on the podcast, they which they record at the studio, they're actually just sitting around talking and like they do backstage. And it's a way better conversation than what they're putting forward on television where they're going to be like, we're here at Wrigley field, but you know, and have some extra like sheen to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. It's C- Cubs, oh. talk, Cubs talk poc- podcast. Cubs talk? I'll Br- have to check that brought out to you by wind trust. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yes,
2: Wilson was cussing and crying, you know, pissed yeah. off as he went to the dugout. And once he got in the dugout, he pulled his Jersey over his head and he cried because you know, unfortunately I think it's like he had this two years ago and he knows what it's gonna take to get back. And it's just uh, such a fucking bummer in the moment. And Yeah, and he's not doing great right now. You know what I mean? So it's just his like it's, foot, it's insult to injury.
1: It's or, his foot was going down like his body's breaking down. Like this is can I just bring this up real quick and yell at everybody? This is is why you do not vote for the Cubs for All-Star. Yes, I will
2: agree with that 100%. There was no fucking reason he should have been there because he hasn't
1: been right ever since. We've been on this for years, Cotton, on this show. We've been on this for years. And and this is why you carry fucking three catchers.
2: Three catchers is what you need to win the World Series.
1: Yeah, well...
2: And the left fielder doesn't count anymore. Yeah, well,
1: he kind of does. He used to be a catcher.
2: <laughs> Do you think that's why they did it? They're like, we we got to get some mojo back. We'll let, you know, we'll yeah. let Schwabs catch well, one Well,
1: and it, it worked, you know. Like, everybody had fun. The end of this loss that we're talking about was absolutely fabulous. You know, they rallied a bit in the ninth. You know, I mean – Taylor Davis, he had a deep fly. I mean, it was Oppo, so it's not going out. You know, and I don't think Taylor Davis has that kind of Oppo power. Oh,
2: you, hey, you don't know this year. Nobody knows with these balls. You don't know what a home run really is. So I mean, anything up in the air, you're like, that might go out.
1: Wind like, blowing out. You can't out. yell
2: at the people in the, like, you can't yell at all the dumb fans that get excited over every fly ball because literally every <laughs> fly ball might it's be true. out. It's true.
1: It's true. So anyway, it was it was fun. It was it ended up fun, and some guys kind of kicked ass in this game. Now I'm not going to be an idiot and be like, oh, you know, freaking uh, Dwayne Underwood is like a great pitcher because like the red uh, the Reds the A's were just up there hacking. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they didn't care anymore. They just want to get out of there, and uh, you know, and that is also why uh, Chris Bryant, who's have had a shitty. Uh, week of it uh, hit a majestic home run in this one as well because they're just throwing it down the middle and then we're getting their worst bullpen guys that's why you're rallying in the ninth but it continued and the Cubs won 10 to 1 today and um, I, I think I know why and this is going to piss off a lot of Chicago fans but uh, my cousins they put ketchup on their hot dogs in section 203 today They've ne- um they've uh one of them had never been to a baseball game before. Okay. So All right, it's, I'm, I'm it's not a, putting 2 and 2 together. Well, it's How a, did It's a catch-up that- on a hot dog rally. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying like maybe Chicagoans need to rethink this because you know, maybe catch-up's not so bad. <laughs> I just want to make people mad. Um yeah, e- and you did it. Yeah, Fuck good. You. Ian Happ <laughs> Ian Hap needs more plating time. I think we can all agree because in the wins, Ian Hap wins it off the bench with a 474-foot 400, home run. Oh, my God. He Pinch hitting for Kyle Hendricks, who probably should have also stayed in this game, but anybody that says Kyle Hendricks should have come out of the game is not thinking of the fact that Hap pinch hit for him and won the game with a 474-foot home run. Right.
2: Well, yeah. Happen, uh, happen, Robo Garcia, yeah, are hanging out together. You know, checking their length together. Yeah, because yeah. that ball was way too deep. I couldn't believe how hard he. Hit yeah, that he ball.
1: hit the shit out of it. Um Baez two homers in that game too, so I give him some credit for the six to five win. Uh, Castellanos hit one in that game too, so everybody mattered in that first game. But Ian, but Ian Hab also hit a grand slam and blew it open in the fourth today, which was just—I mean, you know—just he's he, a, he also was on the bench for t- a shirt. Oh yeah, because he's he's fucking Big Nick Energy guy. Yeah,
2: you no no he is not Big Nick Energy. I don't think that Cast. If you talk to e- both those guys, I think you'd think they were the opposite people.
1: Yeah, they probably hate each other, but they're the same.
2: Right. But but, Except for, uh, yeah, Hap's like the dour sort of, like, Hap doesn't seem to, like, have a lot of fun. He's, He's super serious.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's in there with the red phone now instead of the waffle iron, so right well yeah he gets a little bit on that but but, but he doesn't know. smile while he's doing it. he's just like he's weird it's like he's like hey <laughs> he's you just hit a home a run phone? here pick up this red phone it's batman and then you're, you're and a Jason Hayward's that, like what
2: <laughs> yeah because he's not smiling you, you're a little worried he might start hitting somebody a
1: little too dry <laughs> i don't know about robot style <laughs> oh that's he what he was that. talking about i don't know about there robot it is. style he's a robot he, he is Uh, so I don't know what else happened. Uh, um, uh, that game too, though. Schwarber hit a big, a big fly three run shot in the fifth add insult to injury.
2: Right. And Schwarber's hitting it well, but I don't know. He hits well when he hits them out. (laughs) I don't know. He had a couple of hits. He had a few hits over the weekend. He did pretty well. But, uh, no, I was, before we get off that, like you were talking about how much fun, the blowout loss was this may be joe madden's like legacy he's gonna be long gone and the cubs are just gonna have a blowout loss and we're all gonna go you remember when joe madden was here and he made every blowout loss fun by putting in some fucking pitcher, yeah, and there'll
1: could- be some like chode like Joe Girardi. It won't be Joe Girardi, but like whoever the guy that is cheap, because that's what they're doing next. Because they're like they got their World Series, we can go a hundred and fucking eight more years. Oh, we're gonna get another Renteria. He works well with the young players. <laughs> he he was Braylon Marquez's dad's best friend at junior high. Oh, Jesus, Yeah, I could already write it. I could already. I just should just pre write articles and just make a mint and just sit back in Mexico. Right. Watching uh, Jorge Soler. No, not Jorge Soler. He's hitting home runs too, but uh, Felix P.A. Oh, yeah. Crushing the ball down in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Chris Kompka tweeted that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we we, we talked about this series. Let's preview the Cincinnati Red Series. Um, well, the Reds have our number, uh, kind of. There were, we're, They're seven and five versus us, okay? So they're two games the up. The Cubs swept the last time they met them, didn't they? Did they sweep?
2: Uh, maybe they didn't. I
1: don't know. I got it here. Hold on. Let me look. Here's their schedule. And the last time the Cubs faced the Reds is how they wrote down the – no, 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 no. They won uh, – the Reds won one game, six to three. But it was a oh. four-game set.
2: Yeah, okay, so they that's why I thought it was a sweep. Do they won three times
1: to get to that five. No, three-game three set, yeah. yeah. Oh, Okay. So, well, I mean, they've been whatever. playing better, uh, but they lost the series before. Either way, we finally won a series against the Reds. That is the, the news story. But the Reds are still two games up on us. Uh, the Cubs have been outscored by only six runs, though. So, uh, But they're playing good baseball right now. They just swept the Angels in a two-game set. We'll not call it a series, and they split uh, four game series with Atlanta. Uh, they beat Pittsburgh two or three. Uh, yeah, but they're... like
2: literally with their fists, they beat Pittsburgh.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. That,
2: that was that was the battle battle uh, game, and a whole bunch of guys got uh, suspended. Are oh. any
1: still suspended? I think. Well, I think one guy is. He's not
2: stupid. He's <laughs> stupid.
1: I believe there's one guy.
2: Yeah. He's not stupid.
1: Uh, Sorry that's so soft. Um, So, yeah, uh, Yasiel Puig's not on the team. He got traded for Trevor Bauer, who we see on Friday, Um, who is now playing with the Reds. Uh, I have got great news for everybody. Uh, Well, first let me tell you that they're in fourth place. They're seven games back. They're 4.5 out of the wild card. This is not the Reds' year because there's a lot of teams ahead of them in the wild card. They're not going to make it. But here's the good news. Derek Dietrich, that motherfucker who, like, creates fake like base running interference plays and leans into pitches he's hurt and it's a shoulder and I hope somebody plugged him I didn't even look it up they got oh, yeah. some guy named O'Grady up so get or ready may,
2: or maybe he jumped
1: in the way of somebody running down the line and they just fucking laid into him. yeah yeah that's you play like that that's how it goes Derek The Cubs offense is way better than their offense. Uh, You know, we've got the seventh best OPS. They've got the eighth worst. Cubs have the ninth most homers. Reds have the eighteenth. With and they play in a bandbox. Cubs have the ninth most walks. Reds have the seventh least. Even with Joey Votto on their team, who's having a way off year because he's old. The Cubs have the tenth most strikeouts. Though they're ticking up there. Uh, the Reds have the 11th least strikeouts, so they don't strike out a lot. Um, the Reds, eh, they'll steal some bases, but it's pretty average. And uh, the Cubs have the fourth least, of course. We don't steal. The Cubs have scored 62 more runs. Why can't we beat the Reds except for the last time?
2: Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. It, it, it's boggled my mind
1: all year. Well, here's why. They're pitching. The Reds have the fifth best starters in the majors. The Cubs have the eighth best starts starters. Only 0.13 runs separates our starters. 0.19 runs separates the bullpen, and the Cubs are better in that regard. They are ninth, <laughs> believe it or not. That's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, and the Reds are thirteenth. Um, overall, the Cubs have the fifth best ERA in the majors. Is that a surprise? I mean,
2: for the whole for for all the pitchers. It's a surprise. I know, but the starters have been great. Yeah, they have. The starters have been really good. So if it's just the starters, I would totally be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So we sense. have the
1: fifth best start, or no, we have the eighth best starters and the ninth best bullpen, but ERA-wise. ERA but we have the fifth best overall ERA. That's what's weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not a math guy.
2: That doesn't seem <laughs> to be going the right direction. Yeah. It's strange. It's because I, I would have guessed we're seventeenth. It's because there's good.
1: It it's there's teams with good starters and crappy bullpens, and it fucks up their whole thing. That's how it happens, you know. But you know, so the Cubs are, you know, right there. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. but the Reds have the sixth best bullpen and uh, or the overall ERA. Sorry, they have the sixth best overall ERA. And it's 399 to 402, Cubs. So it's like pretty equal pitching-wise, but the Cubs have way better hitting. But good pitching against good hitting, pitching kind of tends to win that. And that's why maybe I'm just looking for answers here about why the Cubs can't beat the Reds. Well, you know,
2: hey, if, if regression is a powerful thing, maybe the Cubs are coming back on that regression thing now from the beginning of the year when we couldn't win any.
1: Could be. And, uh, you know, it is August and in Cincinnati. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Um, the Cubs have given up the fifth-least homers, which is good in a band box like Cincinnati. The Reds have given up the 10th-least, which is tough to do there. Um, they've walked more batters. They're right in the middle of the road. The Cubs are now 19th, so they've really ticked down. And it's mostly because of that epic no-walk streak that hadn't been done since 1905.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that always helps when you can go six straight games uh well what six games three innings or some shit like that without giving up a walk Yeah they were,
1: they've been top 10 all year they are now 19th in baseball <laughs> like it's insane So uh the Reds are fourth in strikeouts uh so they've got a, some strikeouts they got guys with strikeout stuffs and the and the Cubs are 18th Uh defensively the Cubs are 11th in errors the Reds uh have the eighth fewest errors. So, the Cubs are actually ticking down there. Neither team throws runners out. You have an 80% chance of making it on either team's catchers. And are you ready, Michael? Why don't you start us off with a little derb thing, and I'll, I'll get something else going.
2: Okay. Alright. So, I need to go Dur der, 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 der,
3: der. The Chicago
1: Cubs, Durr, has ticked down a point to 697 and is tied for ninth in the major leagues. But the Reds are one point above us at our old high mark of 698, and they are... Eighth. They're eighth. <laughs> pretty epic. Pretty epic stuff I hear on the Sunranthor show tonight. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got Wrigley Field in my bones. I was out there today. You know, I feel good. I'm a little tired out there. Two innings of sun, that's enough for me in section <laughs> 203. All right, uh, easy scavenger hunt, but only if you're going to the game. Uh, you got to go get your picture taken with Rosie the Red. She's one of their mascots. She'll be out there roaming around, go out to Cincinnati, cheer on the Cubs, make them think it's a home game because this is a big test for us. And the winner of uh, the month of August gets a signed Matt Cameron print uh, of uh, John Baker. Well, it's signed oh, by John Baker a Matt Cameron print. Yeah, I said that wrong. The weather... It's going to be hottest tomorrow, a high of 90, but the game's at night, of course. Um, High in the mid-80s, to mid and then it drops 20 degrees to a low of 60 pretty much every night. But the really important thing is no rain. We will not have to go back to Cincinnati unless, of course, we uh, play them again later in the year. Michael, why don't you give us some Game 1? You wrote this out, Game 1 and Game 2. I got Game 3 and Game 4, so uh, give me something Uh here. We've got Cole
2: Hamels 6 and 3 with the 2.84 ERA going up against Alex Wood 1 and 0 with a 3.18 ERA.
1: Alex Wood what?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alex Wood. His his name is actually Robert Alexander Wood. Found that out. And his nickname is A Wood, which is dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Agreed.
2: So Wood has two starts this year after suffering some back issues in spring training. Uh, over the last couple of years, he has been good with the Dodgers. He went 16-3 and in 2017 and 9-7 and in 2018. Um, Wood was part of that package to set Puig to the Reds in the offseason. Um, you know, but then he didn't make it out of spring training, so that's why we haven't seen it. Uh, Wood pitched 4.2 innings against the Rockies in his first start and gave up two runs. Uh, In his second start, he went 6.2 and gave up two solo shots. Uh, He has nine strikeouts and two walks in those two starts. Jay Hay has seen him 10 times and is hitting 400 off of him. And Baez and Bryant have both seen him eight times and both have identical 375 averages with one homer apiece.
1: All right, all right. Yeah, so
2: that's good, right? So it's not like they've never seen him, even though none of us know who he is. Like, I, I was... No, we saw I, him in the playoffs. Yeah, I was con- I was completely confused by who this guy was until I looked into. I'm like, oh yeah, he was with the Dodgers. Now, now it's coming. Yeah, back. it's
1: all coming back to me.
2: I just didn't understand why they had a brand new pitcher starting in August for them. <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell. But you know, that's that's one of those uh, addition like addition from within that. The Cubs keep talking about that never happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy's actually happening, but the Reds aren't going anywhere. They yeah. really aren't.
2: So uh Hamill's just returned from his trip to Illinois as well with a great start against the Brewers when he gave up no runs. He walked nobody and he struck out six in his five innings of pitching. Uh He probably could have gone longer, but it was his first start back. So, yeah.
1: yeah. How, how do you, There'd how long bad. do you think they stretch him? You think they let him get to a hundred?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I think so. I Depends think he's shown goes, right? all year yeah. that he that he could. He's been more of – before he got hurt, he was more of a workhorse than anybody else, right? So, I can see them letting him go to
1: – Yeah, especially because, like, John Lester's at, what, falling off.
2: Yeah, he was at 75 for the pitch count. Maybe, maybe they limited him to, like, 95. And you
1: America. know he's been working all week, getting stretched out, getting back to it, so – yeah, I got, I've got, I got a good feeling about this game. So, I have a good feeling about Cole Hamills. I was worried
2: uh, when, you know, he went on the, you know, the IL, you know, that he would come back and not be the same guy that we had. But I don't know that that against the
1: Brewers, that was a big game,
2: bigger than this one, really.
1: Yeah, and he and, looked, uh, he did great. look sharp. Yeah, he's a pro. He All is. right, Game Dos. Game two, you
2: Darvish, four and five with four thirty six ERA versus Trevor Bauer, nine and eight with the three eighty five ERA. So Trevor Bauer makes his great American ballpark debut as a Reds pitcher in this. Oh, game. that's exciting. Yeah, he's pitched once for them. He gave up three runs on seven hits on a hundred and seven pitches in only four point two innings versus the Braves. So that was not a great outing for him. I don't want Uh, to
1: talk about it, but this was a weird trade. This whole thing, like, you know, I would love to know the backstory of the trade. And as things leak out with, like, Trevor Bauer going for Puig, like, got a couple head cases going to different teams in the middle of Ohio. There's just a lot in there to unpack, and I don't want to bring it up, but it's interesting. We could talk about it when we see him. Well, the
2: weird thing was the trade went through before Puig got in that fight. Yeah, I know it's hilarious. So that could have just fucking jacked the whole thing. Yeah, he imagine he gets
1: injured. Yeah, exactly. Even so, he got suspended. So,
2: yeah, he did get suspended. But uh, you know, and Trevor Bauer was coming off the ball throwing incident, and he's just kind of been.
1: That's what I'm asshole. saying, I know it's exactly what I'm saying. Two head cases, lots of lots to of unpack here. I, but I think we save it for another day.
2: Right. This is this one just feels like I don't know. I would have gotten rid of Puig. I wouldn't. have. I like the guy. I, I think he's fun to watch. I think he's he is a little nuts, but well, I don't tr- think he's an. It's asshole. not a bad
1: trade. I mean, I believe Trevor Bauer still has you know contract left, and Puig doesn't. So yeah, well that's the true. Reds that, just improved themselves. True. Because it's, it's a weird I mean, trade get Puig back. It's a way I, now. Here we are talking about. It. It's a way weirder <laughs> trade for the Indians, though. It really is. They. I think they just had enough of him. Yeah, I think so, too. That was just like good riddance, the bad rubbish. Rubbish, people will come see Yasiel Puig. We'll sell some tickets. Let's figure it out next year, but we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. They are two games back in the Central, and they got rid of their best pitcher. That's the head scratcher. That is crazy. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So maybe we'll we'll talk about it if they make
2: the playoffs. Yeah. As for Trevor Bauer versus the Cubs, uh, historically, he has had the Cubs number in three previous starts, he has a 0. .46 ERA. Ooh. so less than a half-a-run ERA. And no Cub has a homer off of him, except the new guy, Big Castillo. Big Nick
1: Energy! Yeah, Big we Nick. like it. Big
2: uh, Darvish has Big been pitching Nick. well lately. His last game against the Brewers was shortened to five innings due to a stomach bug the clubhouse has been sharing. But before he went... The entire month of July, all five starts, he went at least six innings pitched. His ERA for that month was two ninety three, and he averaged seven strikeouts each start, and only walked two batters the whole month. You, so, we are down with <laughs> you can oh. And if Lucroy is catching, do you do you
4: Lou you Lou?
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure, no, don't not. do that. And how about when uh, Quintana goes out
4: there? Q. <laughs> Q. A... Q. Lou. Looking
1: here at uh, the sportsbook at mybookie.ag. And uh, you got Cole Hamels going up against Alex Wood. Cubs are slightly favored in this one. Uh, money line's negative 125 on the Cubs and Hamels. The over-under is at 9.5. You know what? I saw the Cubs put up a lot of runs the other day. I think they're going to do it again. I'm just going to take the over on this one. I'm going to do it over at mybookie.ag over at their sports book. But you know they got they got all sorts of pl- ways you can gamble on football, on politics, on tennis. Like it, the gambling is endless. And um, but you know what isn't endless? The Sunranto show. Because if you're a Patreon subscriber, well, uh, you know, it, th- then you're supporting the Sunranto show, and you get early and ad-free uh listening of the Sunranto show but you got to become a subscriber to do it those people are not listening to this message right now only you are because you're not a Patreon subscriber you get an RSS feed that's all your very own with no ads on it whatsoever and you can subscribe at patreon.com/sunranto and um I I swear to god you'll enjoy it there's uh, perks at all the levels and uh come on come on by become one of us all right early ad free do it, patreon.com slash Sunranto. Or go to mybookie.ag and gamble your money away. You play, you win, you get you get paid, though. Back to the show. Um game three is Kyle Hendricks, who's eight and eight with a three oh six versus Sonny Gray, who's six and six with a three twenty five. This game's on WGN. It's a dying art. And they're giving away baseball cards, also a dying art, at not really. Uh, WGN's dying f- faster than baseball cards. Um, oh, it was
2: nice to watch the game on WGN the other night, though.
1: Yeah, so. it's fun, right? Um, so, in uh, 20 innings pitched against the Reds this year, uh, we already talked about what Kyle did in his last game. Kind of. You know, he did really well in, in that 6-5 to five win. On uh, Right, only, but he, he was at
2: 104 pitches, yeah. and Joe hates to see triple digits.
1: Yeah, we didn't mention the fact that he only gave up one hit, but two runs. He walked – I was it a walk? I think he walked a guy.
2: Yeah, it was a walk and then a homer right A home after.
1: run right after. Is like – did that end the walk streak too?
2: It did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the second or third oh, inning. Oh,
1: God. So in 20 innings pitched versus the Reds, he's only given up six runs, which is pretty good. Um, it's an ERA under three, but uh, the Cubs have lost two of those games, two of the three games that he's pitched. Sonny Gray, in the uh, 17.1 innings he's now pitched against the Cubs this year, has given up seven runs, which is worse than Kyle. But the Cubs have only won one of those games. Right. So that's how that's gone. Uh, and last time he went out there, he shut out Atlanta through seven. So they're pitching, their starting pitching is really good. Um, John Lester, we already talked about what he did last time, but he is now nine and eight because he did hang that loss. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this
2: is game four. Game we're moving four. on. Yeah, yeah, we're moving on. The, yeah, we're we're not predicting that John Lester
1: is coming out of the bullpen. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Uh, yeah. So game four, which is on Sunday, and it's family Sundays out there at uh, Great American Ballpark, which is all their mascots, all seventeen of them, will be out there racing and <laughs> running around. And no, seriously, they have more mascots than you've ever. seen. Oh, I seen. know.
2: I think they've got six, five or yeah. six.
1: So, uh, yeah, John Lester is 9 and 8 with a 439. He's going up against Luis Castillo, who's uh, having a great year. 11 and 4 with a 263. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that if the Cubs strike out 11 times in any of these games and you're at them, uh, you get a free small one topping La Rosa's Pizza with every single ticket you have. I have gone to games that the Cubs have won, struck out like 11, 12, 13 times. They still won the game. And then I walked in with six tickets and walked out with six small one-topping pizzas.
2: Okay, but Nicole told us the back story on this. Her mother was there at the game with you guys, but Danny refused to allow Nicole's mother to get any extra (laughs) toppings on the pizza just so it would be $0. Yeah, and it was. And had she added one topping because she wanted two toppings on her one pizza – it would have been like thirty eight cents, and Danny
1: was not having. No, anything. I'm not paying none. <laughs> then you got a tip, and uh. that was the. Oh, that I walked, was the greatest I walked, story. I walked, I walked in there, and I walked out with six pizzas, and not my wallet didn't even come out of my pocket. He, he
2: made Nicole's mother take two pieces of pizza and smash them together <laughs> in order to get the
1: one piece that she really wanted. That's how it goes when you're getting free pizza. <laughs> Well this game's at noon. <laughs> this game's at noon. 12:10 really. Cuz baseball's weird like that. Um John has faced uh well he's faced uh Cincinnati uh only one time and he gave up four runs through 5.2 innings but he did strike out eight and this game was in Cincinnati and the Cubs lost last time John pitched in Cincy. Luis Castillo, uh, we've gotten six runs in 18.1 innings. Um, He beat us two of the times that he went out there in three games, so we beat him once, and the last time he shut out the Braves through six. Dude's having a great year. So, I don't know. It's the fucking Reds on the road. I I think this is a big test, don't you think? Oh,
2: yeah. Isn't it ridiculous this is the big test. The fucking fourth place team under five, like not a great team. And yet we're like, we have to get over the Reds hump.
4: Well, you know, Michael, sometimes oh. the world and the universe will test you in mysterious ways.
2: I'm being tested right now.
4: Yeah, well, I'm going to test you guys with a poem right about now. And then You're I got to head me off
2: some stench.
4: Yeah, well, you know, it's not easy to travel around in the summertime with only a terry cloth robe to wear.
1: Oh, you call that wearing a robe? Okay, that's a loose uh, way to say wearing. I mean, I think part of it is actually stuck to you.
4: Listen, I don't need any of your lip tonight, Michael. I've written you a poem, and I'm just going to say it and get out of here. I, I'm kind of getting a little bit of animosity from you guys at this point, so you know. At this mean? point, really? Yeah, I am. So I'm just gonna do my poem, and I'm gonna get out of here. I know that you think that it's silly that Jonathan Lucroy is replacing Willie, but his bat isn't dead. He'll beat up the Reds, then a pinched hit grand slam against the Phillies.
1: Oh my! Why don't you? Yeah, why don't you let us guess it? You always make us guess it. For seven years, you've been making us guess.
4: I have not been working here seven years. I can guarantee that. And we might have have.
1: actually gotten it
2: because Cubsterdamus, everything rhymed. That was actually a really good limerick for the first time in forever. Like you weren't trying to rhyme orange with something.
4: Well, thank you, Michael. That is very nice of you to finally appreciate my poetry after.
2: Let's not. Let's. I mean, come on. Let's
1: not get you, crazy. Your, your poems are great. Have a good night, Cub Schernamus. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, you know what? Why don't you uh, you know get get on over to Cincinnati? You got a big four game series to watch. I'm sure you go ahead and check into your hotel tonight.
4: Oh, you have a hotel budget?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, it, there's this guy named Steve, and he like hangs out by the bridge. You know, it's right by the river down there. You'll you'll see him. Just just go around yelling at Steve. Uh,
2: I always thought you stayed down at that ARC place. The ARC Museum.
4: Well, Uh-oh. I don't That's go to museums. Started. Too many bad memories. Anyway, cops from okay. Maybe I thought he stayed there because
2: he always smells like animal shit.
1: He really does. Yeah. Well, poor Cincinnati. They're going to have to smell them now. Do you have any TFCs to get this episode over with?
2: I do. I do. I have uh Mike McElwee has this one. Uh, MLB trade rumors giants claim Ryan dull. And Mike responds with how did the Cardinals not get this guy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one. Ryan dull. I do not understand. So, uh, mine is also about the Cardinals. Um, you know what I've really just forgot that we didn't complain about is the players weekend Jersey, but, uh, we got, We've got, we yeah, got, we got time. time. we got time, yeah. Oh, God. But this, you know, do you follow Stan Cruset on Twitter? I do not. Okay, well, follow Stan Cruset. Uh, I forget his handle, but he screenshotted something. I guess it was probably on some blog he was reading because I don't think he wrote it. So I got no, nothing to credit here, and I would if I could. But uh, this is about the St. Louis Cardinals. So you'll, you'll really enjoy this. Uh, it's some, a great piece of writing. And this is about the Cardinals, uh, you know, actions at the trade deadline. The Cardinals started planning for 2019 with a half tank of gas, filled it up to three quarters, and began the season. Then they started to pass gas stations on the highway. But every time the gas seemed too expensive, they didn't need to refuel when the tank <coughs> excuse me they didn't need to refuel when the tank was half halfway or even one quarter full. Of course, you can keep driving and hope the price of gas gets more reasonable, but if it doesn't, you either take the risk of breaking down or paying more than you think is reasonable. But after missing the playoffs for 3 straight years, the Cardinals just like they have in the last four winters, have opted to risk getting stranded on the side of the road with plenty of gas money, but nothing in the tank, all because they thought the gas stations on their route charge too much. Uh that yeah, that that fits exactly
2: what they did. Man, they had a chance. They they really could have added something to that team, and they Yep.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I I don't know if they take over the Cubs. You know, given, you know, Cubs are a good team, but they certainly have a chance to take over the Cubs, and they decided they they are fine. Yeah, right
2: here at the end of the year, maybe the two best things that could happen for the Cubs didn't involve the Cubs at all. The entire pitching staff of the Brewers went to Illinois, and then the Cardinals didn't do a fucking thing. Like, they didn't do Anything?
1: Yeah, and so that's my TFC because nothing. I I mean, that was a boring trade deadline for the Cardinals. What do you expect? They're a boring team.
2: But I mean, in the end, that's that's kind of the thing that you're going to see. I mean, Cubs have what a three and a half game lead right now. We haven't seen a three and a half game lead in this division uh, prior to the trading deadline, like all year, have we? Maybe once or twice.
1: Yeah, because the Cubs haven't been on the road too much. <laughs> they've, only had, <laughs> right. they've only had one road trip. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, I I do wish them the best. You know, it's time to get really positive. It really is. Let's push this team forward. We've got, you know, less than two months left in this season. It's really important for, you know, I, you, I watched Nick Casti- Castellanos standing out there being interviewed, listening to the fans sing Go Cubs Go, and soaking it all in, and... You know, it's something that I take for granted. Singing Go Cubs Go. Nick Castellanos did not take this for granted. We should win this for the big Nick energy. Like, this man deserves a World Series ring. Let's bring it to him. Chicago Cubs fans, it's uh, the ball's on our court.
2: Yeah. And, you know, and as John said, uh, and many players we've heard over the years, it's different playing at Wrigley the players really do love it because the fans get into it and they support them so much even on those down years when they were terrible uh you know but now we do have a first place team and i think yes it's it's time we're, we're starting to leave the other two teams in the in the past let's start gearing up for a nice
1: long playoff run what do you think i'm in i'm in let's do it everybody's in everybody's in I, That's what I keep hearing. Every game matters. (laughs) And uh, Spagok. Oh, it's big boy time. Spagok. (laughs)
3: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of
1: curling, We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight.
3: It's the story of a superstar and his fall from
1: grace. Well, I was being dragged through the mud.
3: It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for broom.
2: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most
1: powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested
2: performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order
1: yours at Acura.com.
3: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe